0: Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to know? It's tea with Tess and Fee. Oh, baby, baby, it's all about body image and positivity. (laughs) How's that for an intro? (laughs) That's probably my favorite. (laughs) So Tessa never knows what kind of song I'm going to come up with, or jingle as I call it. It's very exciting. So, she is live listening to whatever I come up with for the week. And today, I got some female Britney Spears influence. So you see she's writing a book? Ooh. Yeah, coming out this fall. Oh, a memoir. Ooh. Oh. I'll be really curious to read that because that is one woman who has had a very plentiful Mm -hmm. life, I would say. Yeah. And I'd be curious to hear it from her side. Yeah, Mm -hmm. her perspective what all it was like being a teen sensation growing up really in the spotlight. I mean, I'm sure she could probably share a few things about body image and positivity. I mean, we all watched her shape her head, go through various stages of life. So that's one person we would love on the podcast. Brittany Spears, if you're (laughs) listening, that'd be amazing. It would be amazing. Maybe one day. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be nice. Um, So last week we talked all about relationships And during the week, Tess sent me this amazing post, and we thought we would share it. And so much of relationships, everyone's always like, look out for the red flags. Well, a lot of the time, red flags can be harder to see. And sometimes there might not even be any red flags. It might just be a relationship that just doesn't fit and doesn't feel right. Um, So this post was all about green flags. So we thought we would share them. So some green flags in relationships, all kinds, is... um, Their presence is calming. They respect your opinion. They honor your boundaries. They listen without judgment. They are supportive. They make an effort. They make you laugh. They respect your needs. And they make you feel valued.
1: And I think we um, talked a bit about some of those last week. And I just think that people focus so much on the red flags and the negative things that Maybe if you try to look at some of these and some of the more positive things going into a relationship, whether it's friendship, romance, whatever kind of relationship, maybe the red flags would stand out differently because it's easier to point out all the red flags. So if you look at all the positive things, that might be a better way to look at things sometimes.
0: And sometimes, like we said, there might not be any red flags that stand out, but you may just feel that the green flags aren't there either and it's just not bringing any value to your life. And it might not be that there's anything wrong with that person yeah. or that relationship. It's just not. It's not going to fit. Not going to vibe. It's not bringing out the green in you. Yeah. Oh. oh, boy. <laughs> oh, and I just wanted to share. I finally found that quote that I was trying to figure out last last week. And uh, the quote is: "Friends come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime." Obviously, Tess and I are Seasons. lifetime. <laughs> Harsh. Obviously, we're lifetime. We've been friends for 20-some years. I don't think there's any breaking us up now. So, nice try. (laughs) Um, We also wanted to thank everybody who provided an answer to our question, which was... What's the
1: one thing that you love most about your body?
0: Yes. So, we got some great answers. Um, One person commented about their hair, which I can also respect because it is probably... One of the things I love most about my body. And I know
1: this person and I can tell you they have great hair. Mm -hmm. Fantastic hair.
0: One of the other comments with Tess and I were like, whoa, never even thought of that. Was their hands because of what they can create with them. Which is pretty cool. I really like that answer. Yeah. And the other one that we got was uh, their arms. And I also know this person. And shout out, you do have amazing arms like jennifer aniston michelle obama mm. you are up there with those finally yes very nice arms very nice arms very so. tanned nice arms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very fit yes mm-hmm. like taut. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's not the word i was thinking oh. of but we'll go with it oops um how about you what's one thing that you love about yourself what's the thing you love most you know what this is funny i don't have anything <laughs> Aww. I
1: literally sat here for a week trying to think of something that I love about my body the most and I really couldn't think of one pinpointed thing But then I was also thinking It's I could sit here and pinpoint a million things about you or any of my friends and how Which parts of them I love the most or which uh, like some people just have those features that you just love and I was thinking about everyone else's features, their body, their image. And I thought of a million things, but I couldn't think of one for myself that I love the most.
0: Well, you're beautiful. You thank have gorgeous you. eyes, hair. You got such a good butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could list a million things about you. So, What about you? Mm, I also had a hard time with this. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. We texted back and forth and we were like, Oh my goodness. Like we can see all the good in all these other people. But when it comes to us, we definitely struggled. I struggled as well. Um, Obviously the first thing that came to my mind when it came to the thing I love most about my body was its ability to give me my children. So I mean,
1: and if I had children, that would have been my answer.
0: Yeah. So just the way that it was able to carry them, adapt to them. I mean, It is a marvel the way that our bodies grow and everything grows and then goes back. Um, But the other thing, I like my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You do have really nice eyes. They match my hair pretty nice. And they have freckles in them. Fun fact. It is a fun fact. It is a fun fact about me. So, yeah. Um, This week, we'll cover some body image and body positivity. And the reason why we wanted to make sure that we separated those two is because... um, just a little bit of the difference of them. I mean, you can have a great body image of yourself and whatnot, but if you don't share body positivity, you're actually just creating more of a problem. Um, And I mean that as in, you may think, oh my God, I look great. I'm so happy with myself. My body image is perfect. But if you're sharing body negativity, so you're making nasty comments to people, you're trolling people, you know, you're saying those, things that people don't need to say that aren't true, that aren't valued and that really have no place in the world. You're actually not a body positive person. And, you know, I know that's something that I've definitely worked on. Um, And I'll share something and, you know, I hope I don't get hate and being open, honest and vulnerable here. Um, I know that in the past I've struggled with my body image for a very long time, still do. And, I know that I used to look at people and look at them and be like, oh my goodness, they shouldn't be wearing that. But that just came from a place of insecurity of my own that had nothing to do with that person. And I have recognized that now. Um, and probably a lot of the time I was just jealous that they were rocking something that I didn't feel. And they confident. had the confidence. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel the confidence or comfortable wearing that. And so it was more jealousy than anything. And I've acknowledged and, realize that now and now when I see somebody wearing something regardless of their size and everything I think oh my gosh you look fabulous you know I'm
1: good for you for having the confidence and
0: I just think I am so jealous that I don't have the confidence to Mm -hmm. wear those things because truly that's what it comes down to is even like Tess shared last week going out in shorts was a big step for her um And there are things like sometimes I'll wear like a little bit of a crop top and I just think, oh my God, everybody is staring at my stomach and thinking, oh my goodness, she shouldn't be wearing that. She's had kids, like how old does she think she is and all those things. Um, And that's just my own demons that I'm working through. And I
1: uh, shared that with you actually last summer, I think, when we were sitting in the yard having tea. I don't wear a lot of tight clothes because I just don't feel like I have the body type to wear tight clothes and I just feel the same. Everyone's staring at me like she should be wearing that and I always just felt uncomfortable about it and I remember going to the store and I thought I'm just going to try this shirt on see how it looks and I wore it in the backyard, or I showed you a picture of me in it and it was the first time I actually felt somewhat confident wearing something a little bit tighter. Still haven't quite, quite
0: gotten to like wearing anything like that out in public but it's a baby step. That shirt that she's talking about, I know exactly. She sewed me a picture and it was like this tight, like croppish top. Ish, yeah. yeah. And it looked so fly. Like she looked so good. But again, it all comes down to how you feel in it. Not everyone else is going to look at you and be like, oh my gosh, you look great. And you know what? The majority of people are going to be like, damn, like you look good. And I think confidence comes from a big part of when you wear your clothes, clothing, you can tell if somebody's like, yeah, yeah like, I am strutting my stuff, or like, like, cuddled up, kind of like, don't look at me, don't look at me in this, like, so, you know, there's still, we still have work to do. Oh, yeah. Lots of work. Absolutely. Maybe not lots of work, but, you know, and one of the things we thought we would discuss too is the whole Ozempic trend, oh, yeah. and kind of what this is saying to younger women, teenage girls everything like that you know when we grew up we had a lot of diets Atkins diet I mean you see the keto diet there was Jenny Craig Lean Cuisine Weight Watchers Weight Watchers things. yeah and for me personally I just think that Ozempic is putting a band-aid on a bigger issue kind of like those diets that we just talked about Like the crash diet, the crash diets, you know, they're not necessarily sustainable. The way to get a longevity of having the body that you might want is through hard work and dedication. There is no easy road and easy fix. And for me, I just think that the Ozempic is sending the wrong message that there is a quick, easy cure, cure, that's not the right word, Mm -hmm. but fix to, oh, if you want to lose weight, just take this pill that's meant for people with diabetes that actually need that for their illness. Yeah. You know, it's just like saying, why don't you just do a whole bunch of cocaine? Yeah. Because you know, that's uh that's how people lose weight. Yeah. Like,
1: and there's a lot of drugs out there that do have the side effect of losing weight and people aren't taking them for the appropriate reasons. And I've seen people lose weight really fast. And it actually, to me has a reverse effect on how they look. Um, I find that it makes people like look maybe older. It just, it, it affects your body. If you do it the right way in the healthy way, Your body will naturally go with it. But if you're doing it that quick, I personally think that some people have taken it so far, it just, they don't look almost like the same person anymore. Absolutely.
0: And I wish that people that were taking Ozempic would take a look at what this is saying to society, to young women everywhere as well. Um, You know, for a lot of them, it's saying you need to be thin and you can do anything you can to get that way. And I, pers- I just think it's the wrong message yeah. overall. I mean, this is our personal opinion again. Yeah. And, you know, diet and exercise. And all- feel free to
1: leave your comments or thoughts on any of this or opinions. We're all here for it. Yeah.
0: And again, our Instagram handle is T with Tess and Fee. T-E-A underscore W-I-T-H underscore T-E-S-S underscore A-N-D underscore C-F-I. Oh, man. That's a hard one. I really should have really thought about that before making it. I put too many spaces, okay? That's okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. But you'll find us easily. Just put it in there. And also,
1: like, where you're from. And maybe these kind of issues are different from where you're from. Maybe they're more rampant. Maybe it doesn't even exist. And you're like, what are we talking about? Tell us where you're from, what your
0: experience is, what you feel, your opinions, anything. And also, you can... Drop us an email at Tess, A N D F I at gmail.com. Again, that is T-E-S-S-A-N-D-F-I at gmail.com. That was really good. Thank you. That one was a little easier. There's not space, (laughs) underscore, underscore, space. That was such an idiot, Fiona. (laughs) You idiot. Idiot. Anyways, so body image. That kind of tying into what we talked about last week. The relationship with body image. One relationship in particular for me, I have a really unhealthy relationship with is a scale. I do not own a scale. I cannot own a scale. For me, it is detrimental to my health if I do. I become obsessive and I know I'm not the only one. I become obsessive. I go on the scale every day and I used to and I would weigh myself every day. And if I had gained weight, I would watch everything that I ate that day, I would try to get out for more exercise, I would do everything just to make sure that I start to lose weight again. And then once I started to lose weight, I never wanted to start gaining weight again. So I would still continue to watch everything I ate to make sure that that scale continued to go down. And I wasn't really paying attention to how my body felt. It was all about the numbers on the scale, which is super unhealthy and it should be your feeling how you feel in your own skin exactly not the number and so that's something for me that I know that I can't own in my home Um, it just does no good for me it's not good for my mental health it is an obsession for me and so I just had to remove that I know from time to time I have gone on a scale and most of the time the scale reflects how I feel you usually know hey I've had a weak way I've eaten nothing but junk food you know you're likely not you know how you feel so you know what the scale is going to say you generally know about where you sit on a scale so Mm -hmm. that's uh for me one of the hard ones that I have to had to let go of and I've come to terms with it and I generally do avoid scales yeah Uh, at least you can recognize that Yeah, that's huge that's a big part of it yeah I realized I got to a really unhealthy point a couple years ago where I was on the scale all the time. And I was probably the lightest I've been since probably junior high, I would say at least. Um, And it was a really unhealthy place. So I knew that after a while I was like, I have to stop because this is becoming like an addiction. And if I don't, this is going to be detrimental to probably my mental health, physical health, emotional health and I have put so much value on myself based on what this number says. And that's where I was getting my worth from was like, yeah. if I've lost weight, I am worthy. If I've gained weight, I am not worthy. Don't look at me. Yeah. So yeah, not a really great relationship for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but now what I try to do, like Tess said, is I try to go by how I feel. Yeah. You know, I do try to eat relatively healthy Um, I am someone who is sensitive to a lot of foods and I know when I feel good and when I don't, and I really try to tap into that. So lately I have been on a vegetarian diet. I was vegetarian when I was young. And for me, it makes me and my body feel the best, but that doesn't mean I don't eat meat Mm. ever. It's just that I always know too, because my body will be craving like fats and I'll want certain things and I'll be like oh I haven't had enough fats like or I've got like done a lot of workouts and I haven't had enough fats and nuts cheese in my diet so sometimes you know everyone's got to have a good old t-bone on the grill yeah, or tenderloin in my case because (laughs) I'm fussy and I want a beautiful (laughs) cut of meat and I want it local (laughs) it is yeah I know I'm very fussy I like to get my meat if I'm gonna have it I like it local I like it organic So, I mean, I just figure if I'm going to be eating meat, I want to know where it comes from. I want it to be good for my body. And I want, you know, to feel good. And I want to feel good about where that cow lived before I ate it. You know, I was treated well. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (coughs) As some of you may have been able to tell, I am getting over a bit of a cold. I have a child in daycare. And as everybody knows, when you have children in daycare, There's always somebody sick in the house. So both my son and I are currently fighting and at the tail end of this lovely cough slash cold. Lovely. Yeah. Um, One of the things I always find interesting too, for me is like when you feel bad about yourself or like, you're not feeling great. What is it that the story that you tell yourself? Like when you look in the mirror, what do you say to yourself? Oh, me. (laughs) Um I don't know, that's a hard
1: one too. you're putting me on the spot here. I don't know. I find a lot of my eating habits sometimes like when I get stressed, a lot of people will stop eating. I eat more. And when I'm in that stressful period or time in my life or whatever's going on, I don't think about what I'm putting in my body. And then I feel like I kind of go on a downward spiral because I get I start to start eating whatever's in the house, whatever's whatever's there, I just start eating. And then, like you say, when you eat well and you t- take in what your body's craving, you feel better. But then when you do the opposite, it's almost like you've given up. You're just like, I don't even care. I feel like crap. I'm just going to continue down that path. So I always try when I'm feeling like that, stressed out and I look at myself and I'm like, I hate my body. I hate the way I look. I just try and reevaluate where my life is at. I try. I always try to be positive and then I just try to swing it around and just start eating healthier making better food choices. And then when I do that, I start feeling better. And then that gives me more confidence to continue down that way. So that's how I try and spin it for myself. And lately in the last couple of years, my life has just been 150% stress. So it's taken a lot for me to just really take a look at if I'm picking something up to eat it because I'm stressed out, to look at what I'm actually eating. Yeah. And I
0: would- stress
1: is hard. Stress is hard hard. on your body as it is, let alone not taking care of your body. And it's hard on the mental health too, which
0: usually doesn't help your food choices either. Absolutely. I would say that that probably is really true for a lot of people, is that it is that vicious cycle where we're going through a hard time, we have stress in our lives, and if we start making these poor choices, it just spirals. And then the next thing you know, we're down this huge rabbit hole that started out as stress in our lives but now has come like this deep depression of I feel like crap about mm-hmm. myself and then you just kind of keep going yeah. and it takes a lot of willpower and, and self acknowledgment about
1: it. convenience too it's like well I'm tired I'm stressed I don't want to come home from work and cook dinner or go to the grocery store and think about what I'm cooking it just becomes easier to pick up the easy stuff whether it's like fast food or just something to put in the oven that's probably not the best for you something in the microwave it just becomes I don't care anymore it's easy I don't have to
0: think about it I have to really do anything and that's it yeah I do find though that that's really true though as well with the positive spin on it when you start eating better you start to feel better about yourself and then you start making better choices you're like oh you know I have energy I feel good it's a really sunny day I'm gonna go for a walk and your habits start it's easier to push yourself
1: yeah, it's easier to come home after work and say, you know what? I'm tired, but you know what? If I go on that half an hour walk, I'm just, just half an hour. I'm just going to go around the block a couple of times. It's a nice day out. It makes a huge difference. And for me too, it was easier for me to go for walks because I had my dog with me. So I was forced to go out, but now I don't have that. So it's an even harder push for me to get out and start doing some stuff.
0: And I think that that is why it's so important to have positive body image and body deep positivity to yourself when you look at yourself and you're saying negative things you might end up going down these negative spirals yeah it's so important that we look at ourselves and we say something good yeah. and we give us the self pep talk you know what it's okay to recognize today is not my day yeah. I don't feel good today and just acknowledge that it is a day but then the next day you get up and you look at yourself and you're like I'm one badass bitch and I am here to rock it today.
1: And something that we had kind of touched on, I don't know whether it was here or if it was just you and I talking, but you know, you see people and you notice they've gained weight or lost weight. Maybe instead of focusing on what they look like, it's why they're looking like that. If someone's lost a lot of weight, maybe they're stressed out because they go the opposite way and don't eat. Or maybe they're having some medical issues. Maybe they're just have forgotten to eat and they're, they're just on another level and they maybe have some mental health issues or the opposite way. If you've noticed someone like that's usually pretty fit and they're starting to gain some weight, you know, you don't have to go up to them and be like, Hey, why are you so fat? Or why are you so skinny? But maybe just inquire and just be like, Hey, is everything okay? How's your life going? Like, you know, maybe talk to them, maybe their mental health isn't that great. And mental health comes into a huge part of body image and body positivity. So you could always just ask somebody and just be like, Hey, is everything okay? Because Maybe they need someone to talk to you and maybe that will help with the stress level or whatnot that's going on in their life. And then maybe that's just the
0: advice that they needed to get back on track again. Yeah, and a lot of times I find too that when you lose weight, everyone's like, oh my God, you look so great. Like, gives you all these compliments, but it feeds into a lot of unhealthy habits because then you're like, oh my God, the only time I get compliments from people is when I lose weight. Yeah. So I think instead of like, we need to kind of move away from that and, you know, you give people compliments yeah. by all means. I'm not saying don't give people compliments. It's so the way you go about it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, you look so strong. You look so happy. You look so happy. You look so confident in that yeah. dress. That dress looks great yeah. on you. I love your outfit. And exactly. Like, you look so happy. All those things, those are great compliments that people want to hear all the time. Yeah. And I mean, but check on your friends, you know, if you do notice those yo-yos that are going up and down, check on them, ask them, make sure that they're okay. You know, you never know what's going on in somebody's life. And if you're just judging based on what they look like, you're probably missing a whole deeper layer, chapter, layer, whatnot of what's happening. And I think that that's going to kind of relate into what we're going to talk about next week. It definitely is. Um, Before we well, we're going to t- talk about social media. So yeah. we will um, be touching on that. You know, for me, talking to myself positive is huge because now that I have children and a daughter and also my son, because I think it's important for men to hear women talk about themselves positive so they don't have unrealistic expectations of what a woman should look like. Because if my son hears me saying, oh my God, I'm fat, I don't want him growing up thinking if my mom's fat, then all of you people are. And, you know, I don't think that's healthy. So I make such a conscious effort to recognize where I am that day. And instead of calling myself fat, sometimes I wear the same thing or try the same outfit on two days in a row. One day I feel so great in it. I could put it on two days later and I'm like, I look awful. This is not, but I acknowledge it and it's not me sometimes it is just where I'm at. I might be bloated. I eat the wrong things. And I just acknowledge that's where I am that day. I do not call myself fat, but I just honor those feelings. These clothes do not make me feel comfortable today. So instead of looking at myself and going, Oh my God, you fat cow. I look at myself and think these clothes are not making me feel confident today. And I change my outfit and I find something that reflects how I'm feeling. And it makes me feel good. At yeah. the end of the day, choose the clothes and make you feel good. Um, and you know, for women, especially as we go through a monthly cycle, we go through times of the month that we're going to feel more bloated, we're going to feel crampy, we're not going to want necessarily tight clothes. And sure, something that we wore in the middle of the month, we felt great in. But when we're going through those bloated periods, there's a Big chance that we're gonna be like, oh, it's so tight on my stomach. It's you know, I feel so huge. So you know just stay away from that. Yeah. And dress for how you're feeling yeah. as well, you know. Dress for and just love yourself and honor those feelings, those days. Remember, your weight does not define you. You are amazing as you are. I agree. Um, now I know this was a tough question. Tess and I did talk about it a little bit before. We're going to go quickly into it. At what time in your life did you feel the best about yourself? Yeah? Me?
1: Um, I probably felt the best in myself probably in my early to mid-20s because I felt confident in myself, my body, how I looked, what I could wear. Um, that's probably when I felt the best. Um, it changed maybe like 10 years later or so. Only because my health health problems um, came into play. And so certain medications and certain things that I'm on, um, yeah, they really mess with your body. And so that's probably why I feel the worst now is because um, it's just a matter of um, management in my medication. And I wish that I didn't have to be on them, but I do. So it's just finding the balance.
0: And how do you think that you can get to a place where you think that you could be like, I'm at the time where I feel the best about my body now?
1: I think now that I'm in a better place mentally, I think more walking and getting out there and enjoying things is going to really help me. My mental health wasn't the best over the last couple of years. So I think where I'm at now, um, I think that's really going to help especially with body image. What about you?
0: It's really funny. Probably the time I felt the best about myself was probably when I was the heaviest, but I was only the heaviest because I was pregnant. And when I was pregnant, I, I'm probably, I know I'm one of the lucky people. I had great pregnancies and I felt so sexy. I showed off that bump. I loved it. I wore the tightest clothes. I felt beautiful. I did maternity shoots and I felt gorgeous. And I had this giant belly and big breasts and these huge hips, but I felt the best about myself at that time. And A lot of people may have guessed that it was when, as I spoke about when I was my thinnest and weighed the least, and you know, I was super fit, but at that time I was also in a really emotionally abusive relationship and I had a super negative relationship with alcohol and I was using that to find my worth and to find my confidence. And I was behaving in ways to that, you know, I'm not proud of now but that were just making me feel confident. And I was trying to find my worth. And like I said, my worth was tied to a scale and it was a really low time for me. So that was probably one of the times that actually I felt the worst about myself. But I would definitely say I've probably felt the worst lately. It's been a struggle. Um, You know, after you have kids, you have this beautiful you wear it. Like I said, I wore all these tight clothes and I felt great. And then you have the baby and you're left with a body that you don't necessarily want to wear tight clothes. And all of a sudden you're trying to cover up and you're trying to hide everything. And it was really hard to go to that transition from feeling so sexy, wearing everything tight to all of a sudden being like, I don't even know how to dress this body. This body so unfamiliar to me and I don't know what to do with it. And Probably throughout the past year, I've struggled a lot. Um, I just ran a half marathon and the photos that were taken was so sad for me because I looked at the photos and it wasn't about the achievement that I had just trained and completed a marathon in under two hours, may I add. Um, It was that I looked at myself and was like, oh my God, I'm so fat. So I know that like you, I need to find better ways to maybe get out walking more I also just need to find some acceptance that my body is gonna always look different from when before I had kids and find some peace and love into what my body has done and that it did change but I changed and just find some I gotta do some more body talk some more body exactly positive things you know put those sticky notes a work in progress yeah put those sticky notes up on the mirror to yourself that say I am beautiful I am worthy I am enough my body is beautiful and I've heard from a lot of people that um getting ready naked because every day you get used to your body and you look at it and you start to appreciate different things would you ever do it um no yeah it's a tough one I think I would have a hard time but Especially with my kids because they'd probably just be poking.
1: Yeah. I just don't think I'd feel comfortable with looking at myself like that. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, one of the things Tess kind of touched on uh, going into our next week's episode talking about social media is just the influence that celebrities and influencers have um, with body image and what they show and the unrealistic expectations that sh- social media can portray and whatnot. So... We'll be talking about that next week, but we're going to leave you with another question. Yay. So what we... was our question? What is your favorite celebrity
1: s- or influencer for body positivity? <clears throat> or if you want to go the other way, who's someone that you really can't stand watching on social media because you can't stand maybe how maybe fake they are or what they're portraying is something completely unrealistic.
0: Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you again. You can find us on Instagram at T with Tess and Fee, or you can email us T-E-S-S-A-N-D-F-I at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and hearing who your favorite celebrity influencers are. And you can tell us why you love them so much. And Tess and I will share ours because,